up, everyone? Mark Lobliner, TigerFitness.com. Cold water immersion or cold plunges. They're all the rage. I see these tubs selling for like $10,000 on Instagram. I'm actually okay with cold water immersion, but it just depends on your goals, the time, and the place. And we'll discuss that, but some new data came out. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a meta analysis. I'm not going to know all of it. But at the end of the day, it does affect muscle gains. And I used to think that it only affected muscle gains negatively if you're doing it post-workout. However, after reading some of the take-homes on this, I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. So listen to this. I'm going to give you some key points that I took from this and from one of the studies listed in the meta-analysis, and then we'll discuss it. We'll discuss what situation people should use a cold tub in. And there are many situations where people can benefit from cold immersion, in my honest opinion. But if you're a bodybuilder, if you're just trying to make gains, if you're a power lifter and you're not getting rid of some kind of injury, like I don't think there might be any time when it's good to take a cold plunge unless you're in a ton of pain. Now, let me, let me just read these key points taken from one of the studies, right? So um, they compared the effects of cold water immersion and active recovery on changes in muscle mass and strength after 12 weeks of strength training. They also examined the effects of two of these treatments on hypertrophy signaling pathways and satellite cell activity in skeletal muscle after acute strength exercise. Cold water immersion attenuated long-term gains in muscle mass and strength. It also blunted the activation of key proteins and satellite cells in skeletal muscle up to two days after strength exercise. That means it can impede the processes that cause muscle gain for up to two days. Now, remember that. I want you to remember that. That's the key to this discussion. Individuals use strength training to improve athletic performance, recover from injury, or maintain their health should therefore reconsider whether to use cold water immersion as an adjuvant to their training. DIY Bar was created for my kids. My kids need a snack to eat during soccer tournaments, and also I wanted a bar for myself to eat pre-workout, post-workout, and also throughout the day. You want your Outright Bars right now. That's why we have a partnership going with The Vitamin Shop to make sure that we're in all 750 plus locations, providing the best price, the best service, the best people to give you the Outright Bar when and where you need it. So we know that post-exercise, and we learned this from debating the post-workout shake for decades. We literally, since 1999, when I started on the internet, when I started posting on message boards on the internet, I think it was 99, or that could have been when I found internet porn. Regardless, they're both awesome. So I remember when I, when I was uh, 13 years old and I got the internet, my buddy, Steven, he had the internet. He was a nerd. Like he does nerd stuff now. Like he's an awesome guy. Remember I went to his house. He used to do the IRC chat rooms and stuff. I remember the first time, like I, he showed me internet porn and it took like one pixel at a time downloading the porn. And I'm like, okay, I think that's a nipple. <laughs> that's a nipple. But porn has come a long way since then. And I, I, I definitely thank Al Gore for inventing the internet and giving us that. But back to, um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> Okay, let's get back to the, the, the post-workout shake, right? So they used to think that, I remember when I was a kid, that 
when I was training and I was in college, I literally thought, I literally thought, I remember having this conversation with another trainer at Valley Total Fitness in Simi Valley. I literally thought that if I didn't take in a post-workout shake, my workout was pointless. I might as well just not showed up. What we found through years of researching and just common sense, when you train that post-workout window, unless of course you're looking at maximizing insulin and cortisol and all that good stuff, is about 24 hours. In fact, some data shows that this is data done, I believe, post-sprinting, that your post-workout caloric burn increase in the activation from an intense exercise session is 39 hours. So let's say it's been 24 and 39 hours. It's a shitload of time. Now, if for two days after training, if two days after training, cold water immersion blunts these processes that cause muscle and strength gains, and my post-workout window is like two days. You see what I'm saying? I used to think that as long as you did either pre-workout cold tub or let's say four to five hours away from training cold tub, that it wouldn't affect muscle growth at all. And I do think there's going to be some, some degree of how it affects it, right? Does cold water, does it completely negate your workout? No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You still trained. You still stimulated things, right? But if you're looking to maximize hypertrophy, you don't need to go in and make your nuts shrink up like really small. Like I went in Seamus's cold tub, Stephen Seamus, my training partner, um, one day. And like my testicles took about two days to defrost. Like I was looking like a, a overgrown eight-year-old down there. There were no balls. And it was just, it was just, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And, and, but it made my penis look bigger. So I guess I could use all the help I can get. Like Jews aren't known for our schwanzes, you know? So now that I look at all this data, I know exactly where I stand on cold tubs based on the data presented. Again, like data changes. Like whether it's data on branched-chain amino acids, data on creatine, data on beta-alanine, science is fluid. That's why during the 2020 thing they did to us, they're like, the science says, the science says, no, no, science is fluid. Science might suggest something at that given moment, but as we found with the things that go like this, as we found with the things that go like this, Sometimes the current data doesn't always end up being the correct data. That's why we've been, we, science has been corrupted. And my friends at the ISSN and myself and Alan Aragon and all these guys, we're here and Mike Israel. I think we're doing a good job of trying to read through the science because I think the one place that science hasn't been corrupted is in the sport nutrition in the fitness, in the strength realm. I do think we've done a great job preserving credibility in our arena, right? Like we're not doing body positivity here. Not, not in our world, not in the ISSN world. If you're not a member of the ISSN, donate to them. They're amazing, joeyantonio.com and all those guys. So here's my recommendation. If you are off season and you are a football player, don't go near an ice tub. Don't do it. Maximize your strength, your speed, and your muscle gains throughout that offseason. However, during the season, for example, the athletes we train at Legacy, 
they're practicing four days a week. They're training at our facility two to four days a week. And they have games on Friday nights. Our goal is to get them back on the field. And our goal is to maintain strength, maybe gain a little. But right now, our goal is to take all that work we did, put it on the field, recover, and get out there. Now, what I'm in a perfect world, what we're going to do in the future is I want to have 10 Mark Pros. I want to have 10 Mark Pros at Legacy, and I want to have all the kids come in after the game and put them on and get recovered. MarkPro.com, coupon code LOWBLINER. If you're wondering, go to MarkPro.com. Don't buy them yet. Don't, 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 don't take this. This is not a sales pitch. This is what I want. I just... I was yelling at Bryce and Katie this morning that we need to make this happen sooner than later. They're like, I think they're like 500 bucks a piece for the one you want, which is the low intensity, low frequency one for recovery. The high frequency one I would use for different modalities. But anyway, I digress. But I'd have them do that. But I wouldn't mind seeing after a hard practice or a hard game to get back on that field, to get recovered. I wouldn't mind seeing them do a couple minutes in the cold tub. I wouldn't mind see doing, seeing them do it every day because during the season i'm not worried about that i'm not worried about getting them big and strong and fast i'm worried about keeping them big and strong and fast and getting them back on the field so they go dominate like like our guys did last week we had a stellar week at legacy for legacy athletes we are so proud of our athletes so now i'm talking to katie i'm like should we buy a, a cold tub for legacy you know for that purpose so they come in after games and they could get their recovery on that's something i'm looking into as well so I'm not anti-cold tub, guys. I'm anti-cold tub for gains. Now, talking about my training partner, Steven, or Seamus, right? He loves his cold tub. When we go to his house, when we, when we go to his gym, he usually goes, does his, his cardio, does his cold tub, and then we train. Usually there's time in between, right? But he'll literally be out of that cold tub. He goes in there for eight to 10 minutes at 39 degrees. He'll get out of that cold tub and you come in. What's up, bro? You give him a hug. The man's an ice cube. Now, <clears throat> let me, here's the difference between myself and Steven or Seamus. Can I, can you guys, can Steven be, cause I don't, it's weird calling him a stage name, Steven. So let's say for me, maybe I should call him Seamus. I don't want you guys to know that wrestling's might not be, it might not be hundred percent real. Um, maybe, but I'm going to leave that. Uh, they already mentioned anyway. I need some mental jewels, bro. My brain's out of control today. So anyway, so Seamus, every Friday night, he goes on SmackDown. And last week, he got powerbombed by Edge. Went on the, I mean, he's, he's in pain. He's in pain. He hasn't been able to train with us this week because he's, he's in pain. And then Saturday after SmackDown, they do house shows. Sometimes Sunday, three days a week, he's doing 15 to 20 minute matches being dropped on his head flying off the top rope, taking bumps. His main goal is recovery. So if I have to impede or if I have to take away, let's say 20 to 30%, we don't have an exact number. For him to be able to perform in the gym and get his results, we have to go for best case scenario. For number one, you can't lift if you can't move, right? If you're injured, you can't do anything. The cold tub has made it where Steven can come back fly home Saturday morning from SmackDown, do the cold tub, defrost a little bit, and train with us and continue to make gains. For him, it's, it's the best because this man has to look good in underwear every week of the year 
on TV. Like, think about it this way. I was in posing trunks at New York Pro. Maybe 5,000 people saw it. Dude, the WWE has like 30 million followers on Instagram, and he's in his underpants. So he has to perform good, he has to look good, and he has to feel good and be able to fly off the top rope and then land like that. So for Sheamus, the cold tub's great. I'm getting to a point where I'm trying to gain size for the New York Pro. No, I'm sorry. Since the New York Pro for my next show, which will probably be the California Pro, because if I didn't tell you guys, I can't do a July show, which I want to do Chicago Pro, because my wife wants to go on vacation in June and child support's expensive. So, like, think about it this way. Like, for me, okay, I'm in the gym crushing it. I'll tell you what, man. I feel good, but, man, my body hurts. And it's not from training. Dude, I'm coaching peewee football right now. I'm coaching two to three classes a day when I'm not coaching peewee football at Legacy. Sometimes four, sometimes two adults thrown in. And uh, I play with my kids. Dude, I wake up some days and I'm like, what the, what the hell? Dude, I hurt my hip coaching. I don't even know how. But we do those athletic movements. I'm 43 years old. Like 42 going on 43. I'm almost 43 years old. Man, I can't. So for me, will I start incorporating ice baths and maybe impede my gains? Let's be honest. Like, how many gains am I really going to make at 43, right? I think I can make good gains. But at this point, if I can't go 100% because I'm in pain, I will, let me put it to you this way. If I'm in such pain that I need to take ibuprofen to get by, I would love to see a head-to-head study. I'm not going to fund it. That shit's expensive. I would love to see a head-to-head study between ibuprofen and cold plunge and see which is worse for muscle gains. We know that taking ibuprofen is terrible for gains. We know that the inflammatory process is critical for gains. So if I can do a cold tub and I can avoid taking ibuprofen because I'm in a ton of pain, which is better? So I'm sending out a newsletter multiple times a week or even every day. It's going to have deals. It's going to have articles. It's going to have exclusive stuff from me. The algorithm has not been good to me on YouTube, on Instagram. I don't know why. Maybe it's something I said. But anyway, go to markglobal.com. It pops up. Put your email in there. That's all you have to do. You get all that stuff for free. Cold tub. I'll put my money on cold tub any day of the week. So the take home is if you have to use cold tub, Do it either pre-workout or um, let's say at least five to six hours after after training. Where do I get these numbers? I'll be honest with you guys. I'm pulling them right out of my asshole. Like my anus has all these numbers in them and I'm just ripping them out, throwing them at you. Why? Because no data we have currently is giving us exact numbers. I am stuck hypothesizing or guessing what the best way to do it is. If you're in pain or you need to recover, you're in season, do the cold tub. If you're someone who's trying to weight train, trying to recover and live your best life and the cold tub helps you do that by getting you in a place where you're not in pain and you can actually function, do it as far from weight training as possible or before weight training because I haven't seen any data. I guess you're still cold. It'll fuck you up post-workout. But like at the end of the day, it's fucking 24 hours. Like your body... Your body isn't, oh, I'm done training. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm done. In, in 
Oh, let's see. In, in, in 29 minutes, I, I'm going to stop the post-workout fucking recovery process. That's not how it fucking works. Your body's in a constant state of recovery and rebuilding and this and that and the third. And you're like, fuck, my shit hurts. It fucking hurts. I can't fucking move. My fucking body hurts. So what are you going to do? You can either load up on pills that'll fuck up your liver and kidneys, or you get in a cold tub that might actually have some benefits on your overall health, blood pressure and everything, and can also mitigate the pain and inflammation that is causing you to not be able to move. That's my opinion. I'm sure a lot of science guys will disagree with me. And that's good, but that's, that's, that's what I get. That's what I get from these, that's what I get. Like that's, that's my take home. That's where my brain goes with it. What do you think? Do you think my advice is good? Do you think I'm interpreting this data correctly? Um, I, I don't, and, and honestly, I don't care if Chris Bumstead does the cold tub. That's not a scientific argument. Well, Chris Bumstead does it. That's not an argument. That's not an argument. Just because one guy doesn't and looks good doesn't mean that everybody gets the same results. And honestly, with his genetics and um, his magic chicken and rice formula, I'm sure that he would get results. That guy would look good if he didn't eat. That man could literally just hang out. He'd look really, he wouldn't look as good as he looks now if he works his ass off. But like, you can't take the genetic elite and be like, hey, fucking Timmy down the street's going to get the same fucking results. It's not how the world works. I go shoot a basketball for 24 hours a day, seven days a week for the next 10 years. I will still not be as good as LeBron James. God decides that shit. Okay. Anyway, guys, let me know your thoughts. Comment down below. Oh, by the way, Outright Bars. Talk about making gains. Peak Physicor is back in stock. I'm going to link it down. Peak Physicor is a non-hormonal lean mass builder based on two ingredients, Physicor and Pico 2. Non-hormonal, tremendous things. Two times bench press increase versus placebo. Five times lean mass gains over placebo. It is a crazy supplement. Check it out, tigerfitness.com. That's my site. If you want to buy anything from Ghost Energy drinks to Outright Bars, we now carry Axe and Sledge, Condemn Labs, tigerfitness.com. That's not a game. used to have to go through dozens of bottles of vitamins, of supplements, just to get what I need. Look, I'm busy. I'm running multiple businesses. I'm coaching. I'm a professional bodybuilder getting ready for my first pro show. I don't have time to sit there and do all that. I got to go. I'm on the go all the time. That is why I created MTS Nutrition Immortal. Here's how they look. This All it takes, this replaces dozens of bottles of supplements. So let me tell you exactly what this has. It has probiotics, greens, liver detox, joint support, cardiovascular support, and the most complete multivitamin, multimineral supplement ever created. If you have a busy life or you simply want more time to do the things you love and be able to travel by just taking one simple little pack with you, Immortals for you.